So, what are the what are the concerns this evening? Any questions? Yes. At the end of the tenth canto of Bhagavad, when uh, Balram comes a messenger to Vrindavan for Krishna, um, he has a rasa dance. So I'm wondering how that's possible because he doesn't have the madhurya at all. So I'm wondering what's the purpose of that? What's the mood behind it? Mm-hmm. So the question is about about Balaram and Balaram's um, coming to Vrindavan Rasa dance with gopis, hmm? and how is that that possible? Um, Krishna um, had sent Uddhava to Vrindavan to bring a message to the inhabitants, and. Um, his uh, arrival there, his discussion with uh, Nanda Maharaj and the gopis is recorded. Um, later, Krishna sent Balaram hmm, also to um, pacify the inhabitants, give them some assurances of his love for them and so forth. There it's described in the Bhagavatam that Balaram spoke with the cowherd boys and um, also highlighted his discussion with the gopis delivering Krishna's message. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Balaram as the personality of Godhead, servitor, uh, and Krishna's personality of Godhead served. So Balaram as the ego of being the, the servant of Krishna. That's why, one of the reasons we I identify him as a Kanda Guru Tattva, the reservoir of Guru Tattva, because the Guru has no personal interest, and this is kind of where your question goes, um, but only in representing Krishna and only for his, his pleasure, no separate interest. So it appears that Balaram has a separate interest. If he's having a rasa dance and how can he be having a rasa dance with Krishna's gopis on top of that? Hmm? So, um, so Balaram um, comes to uh, Vrindavan to solely with the purpose of bringing a message to Krishna. However, um, well, I should say, and he and he, and he does that, and. Um, in fact, there's a famous deity in the Rajamandal on the other side of the Jamuna from Vrindavan of Dauji. And he is, um, the, the, the complexion of Dauji is said to be crystal in uh, Radhakrishna Gonadeshtipika. Crystal is a color that um, that reflects whatever color it's, it's next to. So in a way, it's a way of saying that he's transparent, hmm? transparent media for Krishna. Hmm? So, um, like the Guru, Prabhupada once described as a window, so you look through the window to see outside. You don't really see the window, you see outside. So, um, so again, Balaram is uh, the servitor of Krishna and representing service to him, the satisfaction of his senses is his 
ideal, objective, and so forth. It's a very interesting phenomenon because this would normally be the position of the Shakti Tattva, but here it is the Vishnu Tattva in the form of Balaram taking a Shakti Tattva-like role. And um, as the the embodiment of Sakirasa. But he's also God. Um, and so for the cowherds, um, he's, he's, he's really both. He's because they serve Krishna and Balaram. And Balaram is also an ideal of, of bhakti to Krishna. He is the... Um, he is served by them in Sakirasa, and he is the ideal of Sakirasa. Um, but um, when he... Um, um, and and more, I should say, the uh, the latter. He's the leader of Sakirasa. Well, again, it's kind of more of a Shakti type of position, although he is Shakti Man. At uh, when he comes to Vrindavan to uh, represent Krishna to the Gopis, that Dauji deity across the Jamuna is is black, hmm. sham in color. So the idea is that he represented Krishna in speaking and delivering the message to the gopis such so perfectly that they felt his Krishna's presence there. Hmm. And Dauji turned black. Hmm. Um, it's a way of saying he perfectly represented Krishna. So he um, interacted with them without any um, self-concern, only in a representational sense. Um, but that said, um, he did that in the context of delivering the message to them. Hmm. However, that's Krishna's gopis. Balaram has his own gopis also. Hmm. And before leaving Vrindavan, this is uh, described in the Bhagwat in relation to the Leela of Zitsankochuda, who tried to kidnap some of the gopis, and Krishna and uh, Balaram defeated him. Um, and he had a jewel on his head. Krishna took the jewel, he gave it, he wanted to give it to Radharani, but he couldn't give it to Radharani in the midst of everyone there at the time. And so he gave it to Balaram, who then, behind his back, gave it to Madhu Mangal, who then gave it to Radharani as a gift. Um, but at any rate, um, um, uh, this is a, a story of Alila of Krishna and Balaram interacting with gopis, and this Sankachuta comes, and and uh, creates a problem, and he's dealt with. Um, so it's an instance in which uh, Balaram is also associated with Gopi. So when he returned, he left, he returned to Vrindavan. Nanda Maharaj asked him to marry all those Gopis. And this is described in Gopal Champu. So he married all those, those Gopis, his own Gopis. He had his own rasa at Ramgat, hmm? not at the place of... 
uh, the Rasalila Stali of Krishna. It's a different um, kind of Rasalila. Balaram, his gopis. But Balaram married those gopis and married them in Vrindavan. And as Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur points out, this is a, a Mariada Lila. Hmm? He does not consider it a Ragmarg Lila for Balaram. The Ragmarg side of Balaram is his Sakirasa. Hmm? Mariada means like rules and um, like Vidimarg. Hmm? I think we were just explaining it. You had the term yesterday in relation to Balaba or the other day. So uh, it's not what is showcased by the Goswamis, by our Gaudiya Sampradaya, as an, uh, the, an aspect of Balaram that is of concern, so to speak, for the sadhakas. Hmm? Um, the side that they show is the main feature of Balaram in Ragmarg, presiding over some Manuga Bhakti and so forth. Um, and, and so there's no sadhana given for this, no way to, attain, to become one of Balaram's gopis or something like that. This is a secondary aspect within the, uh, the, the, um, the lila. Um, in, uh, but to carry that a little further, perhaps um, a more well-known um, fact is, of course, that he's married to Rebati and Vasudha in, in Dwarka and so forth. So he has that side of his life in the context of the Leela, just like you could have different friends and so forth. But you're, what you're really all about is one particular thing. And that is the face of Balaram that has been exposed, to what, that we've been exposed to through our Parampara. And this is the main face of Balaram. And... Um, and um, it's very Krishna-centered, if you will, face of Balaram, where he is the exemplar for, of, 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 of Sakiras, the best friend of Krishna. And that is the Ragmarg side, Sambandhanuga. So we're not really concerned with that. Um, uh, the the, the Rasalila of Balaram is mentioned by Vrindavan Das Thakur in his Chaitanya Bhagavat in the opening um, chapter. He's a devotee of Nityananda Prabhu, who Balaram is, uh, who's not different from Balaram appearing in Kali Yuga, as we know. Um, Vrindavan Das is, uh, is a, one of the principal cowherd friends of Krishna in, in, uh, in the Brajalila. And, and in Gorlila, he's his Ishta Devata's Nityananda Prabhu says, Nityananda Prabhu, within my heart, told me to write this book. Uh, so it comes from him. But in the beginning, he makes an argument for the divinity of Nityananda Prabhu, which is something that is done um, in more than one place in the Gaudiya literature. I've often explained that Nityananda Prabhu conducted himself in an unorthodox way hmm, that would be difficult to... Uh, made it difficult sometimes for people to understand him. One of the famous stories is how he appeared in his copans, um, um, his underwear, um, in, a, in, a, in a social setting, and everybody was a little uh, embarrassed. And Mahaprabhu, of course, comes from a Brahmin family, and 
Advaita and so forth. And so a little cultured, and here comes this guy, rather unorthodox, appearing in his underwear. And um, Bala, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to, in order to, um, this is for the sake of teaching, um, save everyone in the assembly from committing any kind of offense by thinking ill of him, hmm? took a piece of his copans and tore it up and gave it to everybody and said, wear this around your neck hmm, or around your arm hmm? and your senses will be controlled. You'll be able to control your senses. It will give you the power. So um, he wants to say that Balaram's in complete control of himself even while he's out of control. He's in control of himself in terms of the senses running after the sense objects and being controlled by sense objects. He's in control of that. He's out of control with love of God. Hmm? And so he can't contain himself. And sometimes, as a young boy, will appear naked in an assembly and nobody will make anything of it because he's just a young boy. He would appear in, in this kind of mood, wearing his affection if you will, on his sleeve, so to speak. Um, and he did very other extraordinary activities that uh, couldn't be imitated. You could appear in assembly in your copans and say, and try to pretend that you are, you know, like Balaram or like, like Sugadev. They have naked sages in India that appear in, in the marketplaces. Vrindarani was chased by one. <laughs> one year in Vrindavan. Um, <laughs> so you don't see too many of them, but they're imitation sugadevs, uh, if you will. You know, ashes and dreadlocks and naked and and chasing blondes in the marketplace. So, uh, so um, um, similarly, one could imitate certain activities of Nityananda Prabhu, but not all of them. He would drink milk from the teats of the cow, he would jump in the Ganges and swim with alligators and uh, and so forth. Um, uh, it's kind of like the, the story of the Bhagavatam of Shiva drinking the poison, so hmm? you can imitate Shiva by smoking ganja, which they say he does, I'm not sure why about that, but but um, but uh, but you can't drink poison. Hmm? He's called Nilkanta because he has a blue line in his throat. He drank the poison from the Kaladut, from the churning of the ocean. It was a, it was a leela of the Bhagavatam, the eighth canto. And, and he saved the demigods and so forth. So it said if you could drink an ocean of poison, then you can act like Shiva does. Great personalities can do things that ordinary people can't. As part of the answer, uh, in effect, to Parikshit Marsh's question in the Bhagavatam, after the Rasalila is recited, Krishna's Rasalila, he, at Prikshit Marsh asked Sukadev, you know, how is it that uh, the, the the prince of Dharma, the bridge of Dharma, Dharma Setu, that we would walk on to, to cross the, the ocean of impiety, is having affairs with other people's wives? I'm kind of like trying to get my head around this. Hmm? Prikshit Marsh is depicted in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu as a parashada of Krishna in other parts. Outside of parashada means like an associate. Um, outside of Vrindavan and in Dasyarasa. So, some of the things that Sukadeva is speaking in Bhagavatam may be over his head. Um, 
so he anyway he asked this this therefore it said Raj Rajabhetiva, Raj may know, he may not know the meaning. I cited this verse um, previously about Sridhar Swami's commentary in the Bhagavatam and the verse that came out from Lord Shiva and Banares when the Maya bodies didn't know if this was unauthorized. They didn't know their whole all their commentaries are unauthorized. And anyway, so I said Shiva Shiva uh, what is his name? Vishdam um, uh, Sridhar Swami knows the meaning of Bhagavatam by the grace of the Shingadev. So does Vyas. Shiva says, I know. Raj may know, may not know. Anyway, so he asked this question, but it's a good question for for everyone, obviously. And uh, this is one of the answers that great people can do things that other people cannot. Hmm? Shiva's drinking the ocean of poison is an example. Hmm? Uh, the other answer that comes also is that you should understand that Krishna is the husband of the husbands of the gopis. Hmm? So he's Vishnu, he's everywhere, he's all-pervading. This is a leela. Hmm? And, um, uh, and uh, there's no, for that matter, there's no, there's no, there's no selfishness in, involved there, there's no, there's no lust. Um, Love uh, has a tendency to camouflage itself. It's not easy to always recognize. Um, it seeks to share itself and realizes it cannot in all circumstances, so it hides itself. Hmm? Therefore, we have to look closely at the Bhagavatam, understand it with good guidance. Otherwise, Krishna could be easily misunderstood. Hmm? That's why... This is very Madhurya, Krishna dancing with the gopis, but it's balanced with the Aishvarya. Hmm. As I said before, Vyasa walks a tightrope of Aishvarya, majesty, and Madhurya, sweetness. Because these two, they can't, they are not, they're not separable in a sense. The sweetness is on the canvas of the Aishvarya. If God has extraordinary powers and acts human-like and uh, frail and uh, in need, uh, and so forth. Um, that's very charming. As I said, this is this is a way in which a form of God in which we can bond with Him just naturally, without trying, in such a way that you can never bond with a majestic manifestation of divinity. And this is the whole Vrindavan Lila, is this bonding. They think Krishna is one of us. Hmm? So it's very uh, extraordinary. Um, but the, the Madhurya is understood in light of the Aishvarya. It's like if you take a black cloth and then you put the diamond on it. It will shine out that much more. So the sweetness of the diamond, you put it on the backdrop of Aishvarya and it, and it, uh, it shines, it, it resonates with us and so forth. It captures the heart. So. This is his other answer, as I say. You should understand that Krishna is God. He's like the husband of the husbands of the gopis. Hmm? Krishna steals. Hmm? But if he owns everything, then that is, that is only play. Hmm? That is Leela. So, hmm. so, something about Balaram. So, uh, <laughs> So, uh, uh, so, 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 uh, um, 
So at any rate, yeah. So at any rate, <laughs> the um, the Aishvarya, the or the, um, um, the um, there's a certain aspect of Balaram that's showcased by the Goswamis, and this is the main idea of of Balaram. There are other aspects to his life, but they're um, uh, secondary, just like the whole Matura Leela is secondary, the whole Dwarka Leela, which is Mariana, Vaidhi. Hmm? It's all secondary. So this relationship of Balaram with Gopis is like that, Vaidhi, Mariana, secondary. Hmm? There's no window of opportunity to go there. This is not what the uh, people say that sometimes. Hmm? I want to be the. I've heard I want that. How can you become a gopi of Balaram? They don't understand. They haven't understood the teaching properly. That opportunity is not being offered. Neither is it. Is it the full face of of who Balaram is? Very um, extraordinary person. I was describing his appearance as as. Um, Yes, Nityananda Prabhu and Mahaprabhu is seeking to um, make sure everyone understood him because he acted in unorthodox um, ways. Krishna Das has done that also in his Chaitanya Charitamrita by his five verses glorifying Balaram. They're all eight verses of Aishvarya of Nityananda all verses of Aishvarya speaking of his extraordinary position as presiding over the Sandini, Sandini Shakti, manifesting the worlds, both spiritual and, and mundane, and so on and so forth. All this is for the purpose of understanding him in, 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 in uh, um, context. So, um, so therefore, we should hear with uh, with good guidance to sort out hmm, what's the essential message. Other things are mentioned here and there. The Ram got Leela. I was saying that, uh, this is my point, I think that, that Vrindavan Das had written, he's a devotee of Nityananda Prabhu, he wanted to glorify Nityananda Prabhu in the, at the beginning of his book. Hmm. He's in, in Sakyarasa, so he, he starts his Chaitanya Charitamrita like that, and as I say, he makes a, the testimony that Nityananda Prabhu, in my heart, He's my Antaryami, the deity of my heart. He told me to write this book. So with deference to Nityananda Prabhu, he begins, and he records there, he makes the point that that Balaram has his own Rasalila. So he does emphasize the point there, but the reason that he's emphasizing the point there, that Balaram has his own Rasalila, is to is to emphasize that he's God because you think Krishna has Rasalila, okay? That he's 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 God, hmm. and so if you think that because that's the sweetest leela of Krishna, it's thought and uh, the zenith of his his whole um, his whole manifest leela and so forth. Um, so if if uh, you in any way want to diminish the position of Nityananda Prabhu, that will not be good for you. Hmm. Krishnadas makes this same argument in Chaitanya Charitamrita very powerfully, telling his own story and how in his own house of his brother, Nityananda Prabhu's position was minimized. And how he, when he realized that, he walked out and left the house and became a homeless person. And that night Balaram came to him in a mystic dream and 
Nityananda Prabhu came to him manifesting as Balaram and told him, go to Vrindavan and all, all your desires will be fulfilled. And that morning he said, I went straight to Vrindavan, never looked back when I got there. Well, he became the famous Krishna Kabraj. He was given the, the service of writing the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is extraordinary. And the, um, the, kind of the, the final book of, of the original Gaudiya, Author, the Shastra Gurus of our Sampradaya. So um, that book comes from Nityananda Prabhu too. So, so um, um, he tells the story at the end of his entire explanation of the five verses about Nityananda Prabhu, the Rahulavaishvarga that I mentioned. So he makes an effort to make sure that the readers have uh, the highest regard for Nityananda Prabhu. And Vrindavan Das is doing the same thing in Chaitanya Bhagavad. And he does it by way of saying, Balaram has his own Rasalila too. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, and uh, so he makes some points about that. But his point of doing it is, is to say he is the personality of God. He is not a, an ordinary jiva, not just not even just a, uh, not a devotee, but... Um, he's a devotee of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but he's he's God himself. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't um, present it as as a window of opportunity, as they say he himself is in in uh, in Sakyarasa. Mm-hmm. And and Nityananda Prabhu was required for him because, as I was saying, he did extraordinary things. He he was fully in control of his senses in a way that made him look out of control. Mm-hmm. Because his senses were fully active in 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 relation to sense objects, all from the perspective of Sakirasa and and um, it was so prominent, hmm? just like you find the ecstasy of Mahaprabhu. It's 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 not like you know, ordinarily some bhav will come for some tears, some horripilation, hmm? other symptoms will come later for them to come all at once. And all at once, in a, in a, th- a thousand fold, and so this is super ex- extraordinary. Hmm. So Nityananda Prabhu, Balaram is Nityananda Prabhu, super extraordinary in the way in which his sakiras sometimes just manifest in his in his what we would call his sadaka deha, like as much as we would call Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Krishna's sadaka deha and sacharya lila. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very careful to teach by example. Nityananda Prabhu couldn't couldn't do that in the same way. He was uh, very, as I say, unorthodox. So, an effort made to um, underscore to who he is is there um, in a number of places. This is one of the ways in which um, Vrindavan Das does it by saying he has his own Rasalila too at Ramgat. Hmm. And but this is again. He, he uh, the, uh, separate and Gopal Champu explained this is Mariada Lila and Ananda Maharaj said marry them all so he married them it's uh, it's not developed it's not a main main feature um, so if you are anyway if you are like Nityananda Prabhu then you can do uh, extraordinary things just like I was saying Krishna can do um Examples given: If you could drink the po- ocean of poison, then uh, then um, you can do extraordinary things. It's the first way in which 
Sugadev replies to Parikshit. And then he says, and beyond that, he's the husband of the gopis, husbands. He's Vishnu. He's in their hearts. Everyone is a Prakriti in relation to him. He is the Purusha. And so this is this is a this is if you if you take the material life and then you kind of reverse it out, something like that, and go to the core of that because all the material relationships are based on a necessity, a lacking. So they're a taking. All of our material relationships are about taking on some level. And we know very practically uh, that in, in psychology today and so forth, that the, the, the less you're in a, a taking space, the better you're in a capacity to be in a relationship which requires giving. And you should know that ahead of time. The relationships are more about giving than, than getting. And uh, so a healthy uh, relationship is considered to be one in which one is less of a taker and, and more full in themselves. And so we just play this out hmm, to the point of, from a metaphysical point of view, from the point of view of Vedanta. Hmm, then inevitably, invariably, all material relationships, which are all based on the illusion that I am this body and mind to one extent or another, are relationships of taking and exploitation. Hmm. Um, that doesn't mean we don't recommend better forms the, over, over lesser forms of um, taking. And uh, if people, uh, for example, couples uh, in relationships, um, there's a place for that in, in, in bhakti. But of course we we advocate these these types of points and understanding and so forth. Um, um, so the reverse out of that is I've sometimes said that the Golok is something like the building is there, but you just change the foundation. Oh, that's all. Uh, it's some heavy lifting to change the foundation, to jack up the building and take out the old foundation, put a new foundation. But at least you don't have to build a whole. They may decide. It's more cost-effective to take out the foundation and change it than it is to build the whole building all over again. Hmm. So material life is like the building, which has got the wrong foundation. It said, man and woman made in the image of Radha and Krishna. So I think it's in the Bible. <laughs> so uh, so the foundation, the, the building is there, the foundation is wrong. It's a taking foundation rather than a giving foundation. So reverse that out. That's the whole idea. Krishna is a brahmachari from Gopal Tapani, Upanishad. How can that be? He's dancing with gopis. Durvas tells us to look, look more closely and see. Hmm. There's no taking there. As I said, if the center is such, like the stomach, that it is rightfully the taker, but in the context of being the taker, if you look more th- completely at the stomach, it's the biggest giver. Hmm? It's everything it takes. It's, it's All that energy is being distributed to other parts of the body. Hmm? So, um, so in this way, Vrindavan hmm, also emphasizes a rasalila for, for Balaram. Hmm? But it, it's not our focus, it's not his focus, it's 
he has his own gopis and his relationship with Krishna's gopis. Hmm? That's the first thing he does. He, he delivers the message to Krishna's gopis. And the charis are very clear. He doesn't have Rasalila with them. He has his own gopis on the side. The second thing is his maryada. Hmm? So that's not uh, our concern. Our concern is with Ragmarg. So that's, you've heard me talk about that. Hmm? But it's not that Balaram has no other aspect to his life in the, in the context of the Leela. Um, as I say, and he goes to Dwarka, he's married there. And he doesn't have 16,108 queens, but he's got, he's got a couple. Does that help? Shri Balaram Jai, So you, you can see how you can read the book and get off on a tangent somewhere, right? I like Balaram. Balaram has a Rasulila. I want to become one of Earth Balaram's gopis. And, and uh, then you're not in any sampradaya, practically. And I, this I want to be, Prabhupada once said, as soon as you say I want, that is Maya. <laughs> so, when the when the real I says, "I want," that is a different thing than when the false I says, "I want." So, we could we could we could say, "I want to deconstruct my false ego." I think that would be a way around it. And 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 in the in the context of bhakti, and as that's done, then I'll have a want, a desire that will come, and it will be it will correspond with. What's being off? I want what's being offered to me. Hmm. Hmm. It's being offered. You do have to want it, and so, so that's that's not a selfish desire. Hmm. I and it's and it's all about. I want to please the senses of of Krishna. Hmm. So it's an appearance of I want, but. But it's not from. There's two ways to look at that. Of course, the life in the Lila. In the Vedanta Sutra, appropriately, according to the text, presents it as from kind of a bade an abade perspective. There's a bade and abade. Bade means difference. Abade means non-difference. So, from the abade perspective, the Lila is Krishna has many desires. He's playing them out through his many parts and parcels. It's only Krishna. And hmm. Leela Krishna has many arms, many legs, many heads, many hearts, and he's doing all these things. Hmm. And the and the devotees identify with Krishna. And so, from the Bade perspective, Abed perspective, we're one with Krishna. So Krishna is displaying out his desires from the Abed perspective, which is more pleasing. Hmm. And and uh, um, more of an overt emphasis on bhakti and the possibility of bhava and you know, all this really comes into, into play. Um, then the devotees have their own desires. Hmm. All the, in, in, the, in other words, a cowherd or a gopa or, or a gopi, from the abed perspective, from the bade perspective, they're not like automatons, just, you know, some kind of robot that Krishna is using to play himself at his desires. They are surrendered is the point. That's the bait perspective, a bait perspective. They're, they're one with Krishna in desire. They only want to please Krishna. But the way rasa, 
manifests. Hmm? It's a full and complete person, and the gopa or the gopi has different desires, likes, and so on and so forth. Hmm? It's a unit of, of will, free will, so the surup shakti facilitates the will. But all the choices, they are all within the parameters of the surup shakti, so they're all pleasing to Krishna. All of them are pleasing to Krishna. Hmm? The individuality of the gopis and the gopas there. Hmm? So, a couple of ways to to look at it. Hmm? It's selfless from one perspective, selfless, and then it's um, full of individual desire from another perspective. And these are very um, this ideas. You, you won't you don't find this in the theological world only. You find really in, somewhat in some forms of other forms of Vaishnavism, but it's really developed. In Gaudiya Vaishnavism, it really gives dignity to the self. It's incredible. It gives such dignity to the self that is a derived entity. You start talking like that, it doesn't sound very dignified. It's a derived entity. We are derived. We are dependent entities. Such dignity, such freedom it gives to them. It's incredible. A full life in divinity, all orbiting around the pleasure of Krishna. It speaks about the fullness of Krishna also. That to be in his company, what, what kind of environment is, uh, is, 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 is uh, that is um, surrounded by. Very extraordinary. What else? Yes. You described that when Tavandas talked, he has an Ishta Devata of Nityananda. Mm-hmm. And so, could you explain to me the uh, what Ishta Devata means and how it can be related also in the world? I thought it was specific with Krishna and, and uh, Krishna Vila, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, Krishna is also. Uh, Gore Krishna, and uh, this Gore Lila is the extension of Krishna Lila, so there is the eternal Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And a devotee can have a role there hmm? in, um, in, um, in Gore Lila as well as Krishna Lila. Hmm? Two Siddhadehas, one for Gore Lila, one for Krishna Lila. It's possible. That's one way to answer your question. Um, Ishta Devata means like, you know, the kind of the, the deity of your your heart, like it could be Narayan in the context of Vaidhi Bhakti and the Shringa Dave or you know, uh, Dev and so on and so forth. So um, for Vrindavan Das, it's Dhananda Prabhu, and there are, um, there is mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita the analogy of the tree of bhakti and various branches, Nityananda Prabhu is a branch, Advaita a branch, Gadadhar, and they have their associates. Hmm. Um, three of the, of course, members of the Panchatattva are Vishnu Tattva, Nityananda, Advaita, and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So they're devotees of Advaita, devotees of 
um, Nityananda Prabhu, devotees of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They're devotees of each of them, but they have their main kind of focus in the case of Vrindamadas on Nityananda Prabhu, who is the leader of the Sakyarasa. He personifies the Sakyarasa. So if you were to look to an ideal of Madhurya Rasa, you look to Radha, and she's the embodiment of Madhurya Rasa. She, this is the curious thing, as I said earlier about Balaram, because he's, she's Shakti Tattva and he is Vishnu Tattva, but he holds that position as well for, for Sakyarasa. So, so, uh, so, uh, uh das is, um, um, the, like the Dwarasa Gopal, familiar with the term, 12 associates of Krishna Balaram, they are all associated with Nityananda Prabhu. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, at the same time, love Nityananda Prabhu or not love Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's impossible. So you can't love Balaram in, 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 in Sakyarasa and not love Krishna. Balaram loves Krishna. So you can't love Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or not love Krishna because... If you love Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then you love what he's about, and he loves Krishna. So, so, um, but still, um, in the context of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, some devotees will um, um, see like this, and and uh, there are devotees who. It's it's also it's possible to conceive of it as Bhavalasa. Bhavalasa is a type of love. Um, in which the devotee loves Krishna and then he loves another devotee and the love of the other devotee exceeds the love of Krishna. This is often said to be an explanation of the Manjari's bhav that where they love Radha more than Krishna, a little bit more. But it also can be applied in other instances. So there can be instances of Nityananda Babalas, Sita, Pati, Advaita Babalas. Hmm. Um, there's even the idea of Guru Bhakti taking precedence over Krishna Bhakti, hmm, which could also arguably be a form of Babalas. In other words, Krishna Bhakti. You can't do Krishna Bhakti without Guru Bhakti. Hmm? So the first Anga of Krishna Bhakti is what? In Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. First limb of, of Vaidhi Bhakti that pertains to Rag Bhakti as well, given by Rupa Goswami is what? Who knows? Ado Guru Vashraya, yes. Taking shelter of the Guru. Hmm? So to begin Krishna Bhakti, we take shelter of the Guru. Then to hear from him, take initiation. These things are serve affectionately, and so on and so forth. And so Krishna Bhakti is saturated with Guru Bhakti. We offer the artik, we first offer our regard to the Guru, we take permission, we offer flower, and we offer the artik to, to Gornitai, and then the prasad is offered to the, to the Guru first, and so, so on. So Krishna Bhakti is permeated also with um, Guru Bhakti, but Diva Goswami explains in Bhakti Sandarbha that sometimes devotees reverse this and they make Krishna Bhakti the Anga 
and guru bhakti, the angi. Angi means body and anga means limb. So they reverse it out. And he says, and this is even more pleasing to Krishna. So, so there's a, that's a kind of a similar idea as the generic kind of form of, of, of Babulas. It, it, Babulas is a little, it doesn't entirely apply because um, the, what we find there in the description is that the, the operative um, way in which it functions is extraordinary in that the love for Krishna Hmm. on the part, for example, of the handmaiden of Radha hmm, is such that it serves to augment her love for, for, for Radha. Hmm. Ordinarily, the situation is that the, the, the love for the friend, or another devotee, hmm, augments the love for Krishna. It's a sanchari. Hmm. So it is a sanchari, they say. Well, Jiva Goswami says, this Babulas. Vishwanath says, it's not a Sanchari and it's not a Stai. It's its own thing. Hmm. Uh, uh, but the ordinary situation is that the Sanchari augments the Stai. Here the Sanchari, this, this uh, Sanchari augments the Stai. Here the Stai, Bhavin Maduras, is for Krishna. But it's augmenting, hmm, like a Sanchari, the love for Radha. Now, that doesn't entirely apply in the case of the the guru, obviously. But can it apply in the case of Nityananda Prabhu or Dvaita or a friend of Krishna like uh, Subal Babalasa? Theoretically, it may be possible. The things they're not they're not it's not written about, but. Um, the, and the example given by Rupa Goswami, or I should say, the commentators Jiva and Vishwanath in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, uh, the example is given of Madhurya Rasa. And when Vishwanath talks about it in Ujjwal Nilmani, of course, the example is Madhurya Rasa also, but it's not necessarily exclusive to that. It's a general principle. The, it, 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 this idea of Babalas comes in the context of Surit Rati, which means love of the friend hmm. comes at the end of the chapter of on Stayibhav and Jiva Goswami this said this should have been placed in the chapter on Sanchari Bhavs but it came as an afterthought on the part of the author huh better put this in and so he put it in there the afterthought would have been something like here I've written all about how love of in Vrindavan on the part of all the devotees is centered on Krishna and the afterthought is, but someone may ask, well, how do the devotees feel towards one another? What do, you, what do we call that? That hasn't been described. So he says, that's called suhidrati. Hmm? The love of the devotees hmm, for one another augments their love of Krishna. It's a sanchari bhav for the stai bhav. So it's still all Krishna-centered. But then there's this extraordinary case of babulas. Jesus says, it's also a sanchari, but it acts in a different way. Hmm? So, so, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, the possibility is there for, and I've met devotees who had, who had some special. They're in the Dwaita Paribar, for example, the lineage of Dwaita, and he's 
also one of the three you know, prabhus. There's Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, and the Dvaita Prabhu means they're all Vishnu Tattva. So they are thereby, um, by virtue of their being Vishnu Tattva, um, centers of Vishayalambana, objects of love for rasa. Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu explains that Krishna is the center of um, bhakti rasa. Krishna means Vishnu, Narayan, all manifestations of Krishna. Hmm? So I've met some, and they have this kind of idea. Hmm? Sitanath, Babula, Sitanath means the, the husband of, of Sita. The, that's a name for Advaita. So it's a broad idea. So you might look at Nityananda Prabhu or Vrindavan Das is an example of that. Does that help? Yeah. So Istadevata is a general term, like Sridhar Swami, the famous commentator of the Bhagavatam of Antiquity, his Istadevata was Nishingadev, in Vaidhi Bhakti. Now, it's not that you just pick and choose, but it comes to us in this way. Gornatinanda Radha Krishna, Krishna Balaram. Hmm. What else? What's the time? All right, we'll stop there. Shishi Gaudivashna Guru Parampara ki jai. Gornatinanda Prabhu ki jai. Gornatinanda Prabhu ki jai. Gornatinanda Prabhu ki jai.